Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 114 of Psychotic and Iconic. Paul's here along with my co-hosts Nick Theories, Mikey P, and Philly Phil. Thank you to everybody that's tuned in to the live stream tonight. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and share it. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. Yo turn. <laughs> tonight, Yo turn. we have a special guest here at Bartle Studios. The one and only. You know what? Fuck it, Phil. Give him a drum roll. Come on, Phil. A real he, he deserves it. The one and only Godfarv! <laughs> He's back! <laughs> He's back! Welcome I'm back, back baby. baby! Let's go! Bring Let's it, go. baby! Yeah, bring, bring it! it. <laughs> bring it tonight! We promised you, okay? Eagles whoop the Cowboys. You know he's got to be here for that. Their ass. <laughs> Straight up, 6 and 0. Oh. Cow pukes. That's all I got to say to you, Cowboys fans. <laughs> nice and early. <laughs> As promised, bring in the Godfarm energy. Woo! Okay? So we're going to get right into it. But first, I got to say my shit. All right? You guys ready? It's Born. been a minute. Is this, is this your fourth time up here? Four episodes? Wow. I can't believe it's only four. He's a season only bet. four. He's, <laughs> he's, I mean, you know what? It feels like he's on every show because he's in the comments going nuts. Bring it, baby. It's great. Fair. All right. So, Psychotic and Iconic, episode 114, Power by Playmaker, is brought to you by Prize Picks. Daily fantasy made easy. Also, we're live right now at the Props Network at PropsHQ.com. Be sure to go over there and subscribe to our show and keep up with all of our football coverage all season long. Man, we're already going into week seven. What the hell's going on here? Anyway, what are we wearing, We're having fun, man. What are we wearing? I'm wearing Believe Me Yet because they should believe me. There you go. Just in. What the hell are we talking Shout about? Shout out at Just in right there. He does our song. Fantastic fabric. Fantastic fabric. Philly Phil's got a sweatshirt on too. You can't see him. But PI merch, courtesy of IBB Pressworks, Cherry Hill, New Jersey. If you want some PI merch, be sure to DM us for pricing and details. We'll get you taken care of. And last but not least, our next episode this week, we'll be in studio again on Thursday, 8 p.m. We'll give you our week seven game picks. We'll break it down, preview everything for you. Now. What a weekend for Philadelphia, baby. Wow. The Flyers are 2-0. What? The Sixers start tonight. The Phillies 
NLCS! Yes! You're starting now! Right now! It is all right now! And we're gonna sweep the Padres. Oh, uh, there you go. That's bold. Bold. On gang. That's bold. There you go. I hope. All right. Stress. The Yankees moved on, so we're down to the final four. Phillies Padres in San Diego tonight. Yankees Astros. Nice little rematch over there. Looking forward to it. Let's go, Phillies. Last but not least, and this is where we're starting our show. Because, oh. I mean, look. Look at God Bar. We, we got to go there first. Oh. The 6-0 Philadelphia Eagles. 6-0, baby. Hit. Fly, Eagles, fly for my guy, God Bar. Come on, Phil. <laughs> Yo, Phil. Fly, <laughs> <laughs> Eagles, fly. On the road to No one likes us. We don't care. No one likes us. No one likes us. No one likes us. We don't care. We're from Philly. Fucking Philly. No one likes us. We don't care. E A G L E S E O. Dallas sucks. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, bring the mask, baby. Oh my god. Bring so, it, baby. That's right. I bring it. Bring oh, the heat. Man. Yeah, you can feel the vibration. Come on. Man. That's great. That's great energy. Wait, there. We're gonna start it. Hey. Dallas cockroach. <laughs> what the fuck you doing here? I thought you were whacking your bag. <laughs> so did I actually. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. This might that's... be an all-time beginning of the show. What's literally. up, Disco Dave? Where they at? Where those Dallas fans at? Oh my God! They hide. Yeah, they're hiding. Where are they now? That's Man. right. Cooper so the... Rush went down. Yeah, we're five gonna get and right zero. Oh wait, wait, five and one. We're gonna get into it right now. No picks, three picks. And I still want you to break this game down Woo! with Godfarb energy. It literally says it right, right here. What, what does it say in the script? Breakdown game with Godfarb energy. Energy. Okay. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles, 26, Cowboys, 17 on Sunday Night Football. Uh, the Cowboys moved to 4-2. and two, So the Eagles go in a nice, cushy, uh, well, they got a one-game lead on the Giants, two on the Cowboys going into the bye. And yep. I guess we, we have to start with the Eagles. So <laughs> why don't we start with, hey, what's the most impressive thing from this particular game? Because there, were a lot, there was a lot here. Uh, <clears throat> for me, it's just their ability to attack other defenses. They make defenses play their game. And it's just, I mean, Micah Parsons, LT 2.0, that needs to die. But he didn't have any <laughs> yeah. hits yep. on the quarterback until Lane Johnson went out. Micah who? Yeah, so I just like, for me, it's just the Eagles are better. And I know they had a little bit of a second half comeback. I think they came out fire. And that's good to see from Dallas because they didn't quit which normally I feel like those teams roll over under Mike McCarthy. But, I mean, the Eagles are just better. T 
top to bottom, Absolutely. they're just they're just a better team. D-backs, I, I, no, like no, no matter which way you put it, you're speaking nothing but facts. The Eagles are just better, and <clears throat> you know, like I, with Dak coming back, Dak's not coming back, and everything's going to be solved immediately. He's going to have a couple games where he has to get used to throwing the football again. Yeah, well, we'll get to him. <clears throat> we'll get to him in a little bit. We'll get there, but. Theories, your take. Uh, I think the biggest thing for me is that when Dallas made it a three-point game, the Eagles responded. They went down the field and scored a touchdown. That is a sign of a good team. That's a sign of a killer instinct. I know they, they, they struggled in the second half. You know, Dallas was starting to make a run. But the Eagles responded with a touchdown, and that was major, especially to get that crowd back into the game. That was everything for that team, and I think that was a very important sign for the Eagles moving forward. Absolutely. Great point. Godfather. Uh, so, with the Eagles, what impressed me was I thought that game was going to be tight all the way through. Those two teams, they battle it out every – well, last year they didn't, but this year I thought there was going to be a little more, you know, closer game. Like a seesaw. When they were up 17 to nothing. I couldn't believe it. Then they were intercepting the ball. But then when Dallas came back, to your point, they just hung in there, started running the ball, spread the ball out, and got that, that touchdown. Dallas tried to kick that field goal at the end. But when they miss it, oh, my God. Yeah. Best. It's awesome. I mean, the thing is, like, the Philadelphia Eagles need to be better in the second half, particularly. In the fourth Absolutely. quarter, um, they still close out these games, though. The thing that impressed me the most was, I mean, obviously, yeah, the controlling part, like the fact they controlled this game. I had I had Dallas covering um, the spread there, and mostly because their defense has been so phenomenal. It, it looked like no difference for the Eagles. They just they played their game, um, and when they got out of sync there a little bit at the end, Dallas makes a comeback. The most impressive thing for me was the Eagles just saying, hey, you know what? We're going to get back into our style. We're going to run the fucking football down your throat. Yep. And you're not going to stop us. And the offensive line, they just drove them backwards. Miles Sanders looked phenomenal. Um, Jalen Hurts, as a runner, is very hard to, to stop, especially yep. on short yardage. Okay. Like everyone talks about, yeah, they yep. need a bruiser. <clears throat> they, they can't be stopped on short yardage right now. Imagine yeah, I mean, they did have another, another guy in the stable. The point is, like, they still they stuck to their guns and they went out there and they just they took control yeah they were not phased by the moment the difference and maker, they were not shell-shocked by the comeback couple difference makers that's was a winning team cj gardner johnson oh, oh he's man. big time when they got him from the saints that was a piece they were missing aj brown any other year they he didn't get that ball they weren't scoring that touchdown true wide receiver one up. Yeah, true numbers. Five they have number two one. of them. I was getting ready to mention that. Um, Absolutely. And and the Eagles' ability to run the football effectively like that opens it up for the play action for AJ Brown to go on his slants, and it's wide open, and he's getting chunk plays on that. So that is yep. major for the Eagles moving forward, and they're getting him involved. Uh, Devontae Smith had a decent game. Um, I, I like to see a little bit more from Goddard. I think his potential is out of this world, but I feel like he's being like somewhat capped to his ability for now. Yep. I want to see him really explode because he's a really good player. Yeah, I, you know what? Really they player. should they should get him more involved. I agree. I feel like this part on the coaching staff, but also, I mean, hey, there's just so many mouths to feed. I agree. And they're, I, they're so loaded. Yeah. I was going to say, too, I actually think it's a little bit difficult because when you have Miles Sanders running like that 
and then you're getting A.J. Brown involved. I mean, are you going to throw to A.J. Brown or Devontae Smith before you throw to Goddard? Yeah. No. And it's just like, that sucks. I, but, I mean, yeah. he's a great third option. Oh, absolutely. I'm just saying, like, in terms of he's a shorthanded thir third option. Then you have Zach Pascal as your four or Quez Watkins, whoever you want to go. Yeah. But with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, those, you know, those big targets on the outside, and with Miles Sanders running the way he's running, I mean, it's it's kind of pick your poison at this point. Yeah. It's hard to stop because you have a running quarterback. But like, I Jalen do agree Hurts with can you. Also run. He's getting capped, and especially for fantasy football, he's becoming a, a little bit touchdown dependent because the Eagles are just they're throwing to everybody on the roster. Yeah, exactly. Like, hard no, to defend. Yeah. Yeah. You can't defend. Them. You don't know who they're going to. Yeah. You can't defend them. With with uh, Hurts running the ball, they were running right right to Parsons. They didn't care who where he was. Stuck it right to him. Love it. Well, they're watching. Now the only film. thing about this game, I want to throw this in there, is what I don't understand is not sure why the Eagles went for two instead of the one. Because you go being up by ten points versus nine is the difference. Because if Dallas kicked that field goal and let's say they did a one side kick and went down, they win by one. The Eagles, you know, say, Hey, you're up by ten, they have to score at least a touchdown on the field totally goal. Agree. To tie it. Totally agree. So I don't understand why. A lot of the. I get the penalty. They it's analytics. The one, but it's the analytics. I just, I don't agree with it. Like, I know we're not, we're not to like go a little off, but to go yeah. a little off topic here. Brandon Staley did that again last night mm. with the fourth down call. And it's like, you're looking at him. And you're just like, yo, at some point, you have to go with feel of the game and your common sense over yeah. analytics. If they lost that game, it probably would have been It would have been because of that. And just that's saying. what I'm saying. And that's if what I'm they saying. They got a nice little break there at the end, but that was. You gotta have some touch. Last you know? year, I was yeah, saying with Brandon Staley, like you're just you're doing boneheaded things uh, that yeah. don't need to be there, and it's gonna it's going to cost a coach their job. And that's a funny Sooner thing we were saying about that game, not to go into that, but we were yeah. saying like it could come down to a dumb coaching move, and it turns out it came came yeah. down to a dumbass turnover at the end, yeah, uh, a freak accident. But like you know, when I when he did that and failed, yeah, that was the first thought was, oh man, like Jesus, dude, uh, you what are you doing? Just just take what you can get, yeah, take the points. You're not scoring all game. Yep. Exactly. Uh, you know, but the Philadelphia Eagles don't seem to have that problem as much. Um, and they're definitely ballsy. I mean, Nick Sirianni running off the field, like. I love him. You guys saw, I mean, he, he said, that's game, fuck you. To the <laughs> sideline. Like, this guy is a true right. Philadelphian. Absolutely. Everyone thought maybe he was a core ball at the beginning, but like, uh, how can you not love this guy? He's being himself. How I about the Eagles going into the, into the locker room? I mean, <laughs> he's being himself. I love this guy. And, and that's why great. the whole team, that's why the team responds to him, because he's not putting on an act in the locker room. Even if you think he's corny, he's being him. We yeah. were worried that, about that flower speech, right? It's, it's and people, people like that, especially when you're a grown man and you're not playing for, like, books and tuition yep. you're paying to, to send your kids to private school yep. and for rolls royces and shit like that it's a lot different when you could really look at somebody and you're saying i trust you i believe in you because you're all exactly and we were worried Those about fans, that flower speech. by acting like that or being himself the fans are behind them see that flower speech they're 13 and 4 since that everybody right. looked at that flower speech including me because i remember sitting right where you yeah, guys were right. saying yeah. i'm like what football, are you doing i was dead but now looking back on it that was the way flowers. that he was that he related to his <laughs> guys talk about a plant with like a flower and water and, shit. and they went crazy since so guess what man those roots are coming out yeah he's got the foundation now now man so the the philadelphia eagles are looking pretty unstoppable right now and i mean what they got the steelers coming out of the bye man wow i guess suddenly things are things are looking whew. so be game. before we go back to the eagles we got to move over to the cowboys a little bit they this is the first time okay 
that Cooper Rush turned the football over. Cooper Rush had his worst game, of course, the worst time for him because Dak Prescott is arguably going to be back this week. Three turnovers. So yeah. there's a lot of there's a faction of people that still think Cooper Rush should start. I'm asking the table right now. Cooper Rush or Dak Prescott and tell me why. Uh, don't just say, you know, I mean, yeah, I know I it's you. easy to say just because yeah. he's better, but give me a little more than that. It's, a little bit more if you can. I don't even think it's a question, to be honest. You know Cooper Rush's ceiling. When he wins games, he's he's completing 10 passes and throwing for 110 yards and relying on the defense to get turnovers, stops, and force the offense into bad shit. You need an offense that can score. Cooper Rush is not scaring anyone. No. And it's just, it's it's legitimately, there, there's no, the, the drop-off in talent is so significant that I can't even believe that there are professional analysts on TV and legitimate people on the internet saying that this is a quarterback. Cowboys faithful, too. That's what I, that's what uh, I that's mean. Like it's embarrassing. Your $40 million man is, yeah. is waiting to come back. Root for Cooper Rush. Be happy that he kept you afloat and kept your season alive. Yep. But understand that Dak's your guy. And I just like... I just I don't understand how somebody looks at that situation. What happened to the Dallas last night with Cooper Rush uh, on Sunday night was the best thing that could have happened to them because it put it all to bed and now Dak can come back and bring their season along and they'll probably win 11 or 12 games because the rest of their season schedule is pretty simple. Because offensively they were 100% agree. Yeah. Theories. 100% agree with Mike. Uh, everything he just said, honestly, I mean he wasn't wrong in anything he said. Uh, the difference between Cooper Rush and Dak Prescott is Cooper Rush is a game manager. Dak Prescott's a playmaker, right? And also, like also another point is you paid Dak all that money. So, like, you cannot go away from him. He is your franchise guy. You anointed him that big contract because he was your guy. Right. You cannot abandon him after that because now you're stuck with him. Look what they did with Zeke. They, they overpaid him. Now they're stuck with him. So it is what it is. So for, for, for them oh, yeah. to even consider Cooper Rush would be dumb and on, on, on their end. It would be would suicide, be, honestly. Yeah. Big stir. So I, Definitely. That is, that, that's really the big point for me. Um, other than that, Cooper Rush did his job. Like, like, no, like Paul's alluded to. What more to. can you ask oh, yeah. for? And he, 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 he went 4-1, and one, I believe, right? Correct. He went 4-1. and one, yeah. And now Dak's coming back. You got your guys back. And, you know, Gallup's starting to get a little bit healthier. So, who knows? I mean, Dallas is going to be in good hands with Dak more than Cooper Rush. Yeah. Because he's more of a game manager. But, um, so, yeah, I, I totally agree with Paul's there. Got yeah, so, two? my you whole three? thing is, last year, <laughs> when Dak lost in the, in the playoffs, then he plays Tampa Bay, laid an egg, you know. 19 to three. Then all of a sudden, this guy Cooper Rush comes in. He won a game last year, wins four in a row. All of a sudden, everybody's like, Cooper Rush is like the guy, you know. And I said to this cow puke freaking fans, I, I said, you know, I'm looking at you right now. I said, the second that fucking guy loses that game to the Eagles, Dak's coming back. Jeez, what do you know? The Eagles beat him, Dak's coming back. Dak is the franchise guy. Yeah, I mean, period. He overpaid. Cooper Rush, not a bad value, though, for a backup guy, right? He won four oh games Oh, my for God, yeah. We were sitting games. here at this table. He I... saved your freaking season. Yeah. Now we you were... want to throw him under the bus? We were sitting here yeah. at this table, and I remember it was it was me. Then I hear... saying, they have to make a trade. Yeah, then I hear the Cal Puke oh, fans yeah, going. That was me pounding the table. Then I hear saying... the Cal Puke fans Jimmy going G. like this. Yeah. Oh, the Eagles, the Eagles lost to a backup quarterback. Oh, really? I guess you knew that Hertz is going six and zero. Get the fuck out of here, man. We beat you, man. To, to beat a team, you gotta beat the team. We beat the team. It's the cow, 
cow. Oh. You don't have the to say cockroach fucking fans, man. Where you at? Now all of a sudden you're not now. big and bad. Oh, we lost. They got we, nothing to say. The Eagles the lost to a backup quarterback. No, we lost to the cow pukes. That's who we lost to. He's not. He's not. He's not the team, man. All I heard all fucking week was the Cowboys' fucking defense and the Eagles' offense all week. Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons. Well, guess Facts. who we got? Slay, C.J. Johnson, we brought, we brought the heat, baby. We got Davis. They were we brought it, man. And Bradbury, who will Bradbury be next year. Stud. Because Bradbury's getting himself a nice contract. Exactly. Man, I hope they can keep everybody on that unit. Exactly. It's, uh, it's been unbelievable. And, yeah, the Eagles defense, go. I mean, we didn't even go there, but they... They made Cooper Rush look like what he is. Guys, what about Jordan Davis? I mean, that guy Stop. is a, he's a beast. fucking beast. Well, you As know, Tom would say, you know how he's I a feel. Unit. He really is a unit. He's a yeah. load. You know, you know how I he's feel about that. That's I noticed that when he's right not there. in there. Balls. Jordan, he's Jordan not in there. They get yards. That was my guy. He yeah. gets yards well, when yeah. he's not yeah. in there. Any team gets yards. Because all of a sudden, he's out. Zeke Elliott was going up the middle. Yeah. He read the Put stat. him in the middle. He's going nowhere. Well, Zeke had a good game. He did. He did. He actually played. He played really well. I got to give him that. I'll. Six point two yards yeah, per carry absolutely. from Zeke. Yeah, Howard. I mean, yeah, four Sanders yards per carry had a good game too. too. You did. Sanders, you say? Sanders. How do you feel about Miles Sanders? I mean, look, I'm going to ask the other side of the Contract table. Contract year, man. I'm going to ask the other side because they didn't like him going into year. Oh, I know. But well, I do. I do actually want to know the update there. You like him? I like him. I just I don't think they're going to sign him. I agree. Long yeah, term. I don't, I don't know. I don't I'm think they him. are. I actually think they are. to a friendly contract, though. That's the thing. I think they are. That might be a team-friendly deal. I do, because I don't think That's the market is going to be... I don't think the market for him is going to be big enough to where the money differential is going to be that off, and I think that he likes it here. I think Jalen Hurts is a leader, and I think that things... And Nick Sirianni, they look like a family on that sideline. Right, and I, no. think, I think that stuff will matter when it comes down to a few million dollars. I also just think that there's teams so wary of giving out big running back money right now. That's, uh, yeah, yeah, that And too, that's like... Because yeah. I know they're going to sign Hurts. That's yeah, what they're, looks, well, they're going to have to. Oh, hell yeah. He's got to be able to command 40 mil easy right now. He's getting a bag. He's easily. Yeah, 100%. I mean, he's exceeding expectations for sure. He's not only... Play, like yeah. winning games, but now he looks like a legitimate quarterback. Now there's there's some moments. That's where why like, I ah, think that Sanders is not going to get signed up because it hurts. But yeah, we'll have to I, see. That's a point though. That's the thing. I mean, if it comes down to like Sanders and Bradbury, I'm I'm going I'm going Bradbury. I didn't think. Oh, about absolutely. That. I didn't think oh, about yeah. what you just said. Huh. Which one? I never thought about that. Like you know, they could possibly bring back Sanders because the money isn't going to be as you know rich for the open market so i just don't think there's gonna be an open opportunity there's gonna be a lot of opportunities for him to bring him back but i mean my my, i mean look my take on miles Sanders, he's middle of the pack bro like he's just a middle of the pack running back he does his job he does it he's pretty he's been playing really really well but he's just a middle of the pack running back he looks really really good to share i mean he's middle of the pack him and gainwell and boston scott i don't know i can't go that high but I do think that it's still worthwhile to entertain maybe bringing in a bruiser just for, like, playoff scenario, having that short yardage guy. Because even though it's working for him right now, you know, there, there's there's some players out there on the market they can go out and get. Um, they should get Melvin Gordon. I mean, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what it, you know, maybe that's what it takes. Yeah. There's guys like uh, Damian Harris on the market next year. Like, there's, there's going to be a bunch of running backs out there, and then there's going to be draftable running backs. So, like, it's a pretty deep market.
and it's an undervalued position. Yep. There is a ton of running backs out there. There's a lot year. of them, man. Yeah, I know. I saw the free agent list. It was crazy. Bring in Lat Pasillo. Well, now nah, he's no, a he, member now. He had some juice, though. I'll give him that. He had some juice yesterday. It's like the go. only positive thing in that offense. I know. He actually did. He really did. But anyway. That whole situation is just a mess. Yeah. I, I, I honestly I'm disgusted. You want our thoughts yeah. on it? Yeah. Go to TikTok. Yeah, go to TikTok right yeah. now. Disgusted. Blowing up. Facts. Anyway. <laughs> all right. So now we got some facts or cap, and then we're going to move on because we got a lot to cover. All right. And we don't have to go too deep here, but facts or cap. All right. The Dallas Cowboys are pretenders. Cap, but they're not contenders. They're not. They're not uh, uh, a Super Bowl threat. They're, they're, playoff team. They're, they're a, Is that what you're trying to they're, say? They're a good or team. Fringe playoff team. Yeah, they're a good team that can probably make the playoffs because the NFC is weak. Okay. Yeah. Theories. I'm, I'm with you. Uh, their defense is what separates them from other bad teams in terms of offenses. Their their defense is they could win games based on their defense. They could they could score 20 points and still win football games. So when you have that recipe, you're always in the fight. So for me, I'll I'll I'll, I'll agree with that. Godfather. Yeah, contenders. Um, so you're saying cat as well? Yeah. Um, they're, they're not pretenders. Yeah, they're not as good as last year, obviously. Um, but I think they're going to be competing. To be close with the Bucks, Packers, you know the Rams. It's crazy. We're going down Wild in a minute. Cars, Don't worry. You know what? Those Giants are sneaky, man. Five and one. They're surprised on a lot of teams. I mean, they could push the Cowboys out. Cowboys uh, currently holding that sixth seed. The Giants are the fifth seed right now. If the season ended today, I am also saying cap. I think right now. I, I was just saying this. I think it might have been you, Pauls. I don't know if I can distinctively say who the second best team is in the nfc it's like it's like eagles and, and then everybody was a big drop yeah. off it's like <laughs> so the cowboys happen to be in that area where they have like a recipe they might be able to win some games with and also the schedule yeah. like nick was saying um i i think right now they would they would probably be a wild card for me the it, the nfc sucks badly the nfc sucks but that's not to discredit the Eagles. The Eagles are taking care of business. They they're beating the winning teams too. Yeah. I mean the Vikings are five and one, right? That's the Eagles. Me. The Eagles yeah. smoked that. I'll be know? honest though, I, as an Eagles fan, that would scare me because there's always going to be a team that's going to get hot in the end that you do not want to play. Right True. now, yep. it's only week six. There are still eleven more weeks of football, yeah. so a lot can be determined from now till then. So you don't know who's going to be hot True. in the end. Yeah. You don't know who's going and to be cold. I mean, look, it, it, it's just it, it looks like the Eagles are running away with this, right? I mean, of course. But there's always going to be that one team that just catches fire at the right time. And, so true, Nick. You know, they're, they're, they're going to be scary to play in the playoffs. Yeah. And that's so. not even counting the fact they're going into a bye week. You don't want to lose momentum come out of the exactly. bye. Right. You don't want to take a team like the Steer, yep. uh, Steelers not serious. Yeah, and there's always, a team, week, there's always right? a team in the beginning of the year. Could be the Giants, 5-1, and one, yeah. and they get cold. There you go. You just don't know. So Off the top of your head, though, what is one team that that you guys think it would be the the team? The team to get hot? Yeah. Ooh. I have one in mind. The I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna go with the Niners. Forty Niners. Their defense is very good. Their defense is and they so got loaded good. talent on offense. Niners. I'm gonna say Vikings. <sighs> okay. To get hot, they have the number one point differential in the last four minutes of games right now. They were 32nd last year. Close. That's one good Close. stat you could say about them. Besides winning. Situational football. Yeah. That's the, that it shit matters. wins. It matters. Coaching matters. 
See, yeah. that's tough for me. Like, I would honestly be between the Bucks and Packers because the Bucks have already done this before. Like, where they start season slow, and they, uh, it up. And they just tear it up when it hits. Yep. You know, November, almost playoff yeah. time. I mean, I could say the same about the Packers too. They got blown out week one last year, and I, I actually, I know we're going there, but I truly believe that they will make an upgrade to the receiver room finally. Mm -hmm. But also, keep in mind. Brady and Rodgers, I don't think, can play any worse. I think they will be much better because they're them. Like, yeah. Like, thanks. You know, I expect that out of them. What anyway. What did I say? Bucks. Yes. Yeah. Bucks, Bucks, Vikings, Niners. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Tom Brady's a factor. Big stop. But I have no confidence in any team outside <laughs> the Eagles in the NFC right now. I mean, yeah, the Vikings are 5 1, though. Surprise. Yeah, quietly. Quietly five one. Yeah, that quiet. That team's quiet. Who do you think's the better got, team? I got a loud stat. Who's for the you? better team? Hold the on. Vikings or the Giants? Right now. I'll go to Vikings. I'm not, I'm not a believer right in the Giants. The I think Vikings. the Giants are a mirage. Vikings, Vikings right? are better, but okay. I think the Giants are playing better football right now. That doesn't mean I think they're a better team. Right. I, I got a stat though for you. The Vikings' strength of victory is three seventy nine. That's gonna catch up to them when they start playing some good teams. Now, okay. Facts or cap. The Eagles are the best team in the NFC. Uh, facts, because they're tied with the Bills. And this honestly seems kind of easy, right? I'm going to just say facts, because I basically just said that. Yeah. Oh, you mean the NFC? Them and the Bills are are 1A and 1B. I think you were talking about the NFC, right? NFC, yep. Yeah, the oh, NFC, NFC first. I'm sorry. The NFC first. Yeah, yeah they're the best fact. team in the NFC. That's a fact. Oh, well, By a wide yeah. back. Yeah. All right. Facts or cap, Eagles are the best team in the NFL. They are 1A and 1B with the Bills. There you go. So that's like... Half facts? Yeah. Is that acceptable? It's, it's fact. Okay, if you had to pick one, who are you picking? The Bills. Okay. I'm going Cap for you. I'm going to go Bills. Cap for, for Nick. I'm going to say it's a tie. I just and, tried and to do that. It's a tie because I, I, I'll tell you how. The Bills are 5-1, and one, but look where they were last year. You have to give them the leg up. Yeah, Eagles are 6-0, and oh, but they weren't there last year. I think it's even. I would love to see that game. I know. But they also got playoff but, experience, the Eagles, last year. Yeah. Even though it was yeah, one team, even though it looked like shit, it they matters. still got yeah. the experience. It matters. Experience matters. The Bills Absolutely. didn't get to the championship. That they got to the second yes. round. But Hell yeah. They, they, you know, the Bills are only up one game. But I I just think the Bills, Josh Allen. Beast. Oh, my God. Certified beast. He's the best yeah, He's the best player in the NFL if right If you were to say they're Jalen awesome. Hurts or Josh Allen, you're going to say Josh Allen. Oh, right? Yeah. Right now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Josh Allen's the best player in the NFL right now. Yeah. But the Eagles got a great secondary, great I mean, offensive I'm not, line. I'm not even going to argue with it. It's, it's, it's a tie. I mean, I'm not going to argue with it. I can't really. You have to flip a coin and just decide it. I mean, go either way. Yeah, they're back on track now, too. They, yeah. they had a couple of games where they're like, eh. Now the Bills, I mean, we'll yeah. get there shortly. But yeah. I'm saying, Cap, I think the Bills and the Chiefs are better, but the Eagles are very close right now. They're getting, they're getting close. Seats oh, yeah. getting warm. Let's just put it that way. Like they're they're not a distant third. Is what I'm trying to say. Just out of curiosity, what what what, what makes the Chiefs better than the Eagles right now in your opinion? quarterback? Quarterback coaching. Nothing. Uh, I think fair. I think the Eagles are better. Than also, the I do too. Also, um, experience and their defense is very underrated. They turn the football over a lot too. Um, and you've already seen the offense really isn't held back right now. They're they're not. I think the one thing, though, that could potentially make the Eagles better than the other two, and this is where I was going with this, 
the Eagles are the team that I would trust to run the football in the playoffs. And they can run the football better than those two teams, which could matter in a Super Bowl matchup. I gotta That's be where the Eagles would really set themselves apart. That matters. If the, the Eagles if the Eagles play the Chiefs, we would lock them the fuck up on defense. And I mean lock them the fuck up. Juju Smith-Schuster and McCole Hardman are not getting open on James Bradbury and Darius They got Slay. Travis Kelsey, dog. That's perfectly And also, fine. they got a scheme yeah. now. Kelsey, 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 yeah. I, I, Listen, I ain't going to sit here. I get that. I, I hear your him, point. Bro. We have enough to, 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 hold up, to hold up. Mike, you know what would be the biggest recipe to beat a team like know. the T-shirt uh, Bills? We got A.J. Brown, bro. It's, it's simply <laughs> the fact that the Eagles can keep the ball out of the hands Correct. of those offenses. We have the formula That's to That's why. Correct. And the defense would be fresh, therefore making them more yeah. likely to shut down yeah. anyone on the opposing end because the Eagles corners can shut down anybody legitimately we shut down, they can Justin shut down the Bills receivers too we shut down Justin Jefferson in their best game you know yeah all right totally agree we got to move on and this one's juicy guys all right Philly Phil you want to give us some change the week of the upsets um, upsets galore and i mean we're talking like these are like six point favorites okay major yeah. upsets major 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 on nfl sunday all right there were four of them in particular that this conversation is about and i'm going to ask you guys a question okay first first one was the falcons winning by 14 over the 49ers they dominated okay the steelers half a game with Kenny Pickett, half a game with Mitch Trubisky, beating the Bucks. What? Yeah. I can't ever bet these two teams. Get there in a minute. The Jets, a 17-point victory over the Packers in Lambeau. Wow. Controlled them. Caution that one, too. All right. <clears throat> Ravens, Giants, the Giants 5-1. The Giants come back in the fourth quarter. Regular shit. Two minutes left in the game and beat the Ravens. More Ravens. fourth fourth that's quarter woes for the Ravens. Yeah. Ooh, that's that's now see when it happens this many times. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna be on the same boat as you guys. <laughs> I'm a little worried about that too, Mr. <laughs> Raven. Fourth quarters. It's better. And now it's just like it's just like all right, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, in the fourth I quarter? know. I don't get it. Point is, <laughs> winning football is. Winning at the end of the game. Not all right. Well. Four major upsets. Right. I want to know, and I'm sure we'll talk about all these to some degree, but which one was the most stunning to you? Because they were all insane. They I'm, were insane. I'll go with the Bucks and this over the Steelers. I mean, uh, I mean, was... you're taking a shot at yourself already. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you but... better hold your ground because he's going to, he'll come after you. I'm bottom line. He always. <laughs> That, that, that's because oh, Tom Brady, but Tom Brady looks so upset on that sideline, <laughs> yelling at his offensive line. Yeah, but it's the first time I saw Brady like really looking like his age, man. I'll tell you oh. how it is. Like he was throwing the ball low. He was he was always off. He was really off. He was partying. All right, Nick. I'm gonna get your boxing yeah. gloves from under the table. <laughs> He's got, he's got a lot of personal issues going you just, on. You just went after his age. But now, the, Falcons, that's the first mistake you made. The Falcons and the Niners, that's a divisional game. Yeah, that was surprising. But Mariota, he just outplayed, you know, the 49ers quarterback, Garoppolo. So that, that, that to me wasn't so much of an upset just because it's a divisional game. Uh, the Jets right now are just – they're just playing really good defense. 
and their offenses. <coughs> they're more like a balanced team. Brees Hall. Yeah. The Jets. Bullish. But the beat, the beat, you know, the win by 17, was it? Oh, yeah. 17. They, they just controlled the whole game. Yeah, they just played really they well. They controlled it. And oh. The Giants and the Ravens, I, I, I knew the Giants were going to win. I, I think just because the Ravens can't pull out that fourth quarter stuff, they just. <laughs> That was regular shit. Yeah. Right? <laughs> regular <laughs> So, I mean, that's my take on it. I think Bucks and the Steelers, that's, to me, the biggest upset. So, there you go. Godbar ranked them for us. Guys, Yeah. who wants to take over next? Most stunning of the four. Most stunning. So, I, initially, I was going to say the Jets over the Packers. But I don't know if the Jets are good or not. I, I genuinely point. don't know. They're four and two. So they would be a playoff team right if now. the season ended today. They're surprised. They are yeah. literally the sixth seed yeah. in the AFC. So I am actually I... also going with the Bucks and the Steelers because I know the Steelers are bad. The only thing when we were talking about this on Thursday, and I said when when they got humiliated like that, I said Mike Tomlin is a resilient type of coach. I don't think they will come back and lay an egg because they legitimately could have lost to the Bills by sixty. I was worried about that too, but. It I still was, didn't do it. My issue with the Buccaneers right now is I know Tom Brady's going through some personal things. Yeah. He hasn't looked sharp, sharp. Right. He's had one really good game, and it was against the Chiefs in the second half. My issue with the Buccaneers that nobody is talking about is, are we ever going to mention Todd Bowles and the scheme? Because uh. their offense just looks nothing like it did last year. Well, that would be left. Are you talking the, yeah, the offense. You're tiring left. So leverage. Well, I mean... I mean, Bowles oversees it, but he's the defensive game yeah. planner. Well, then, I mean, just the head, it's, it's, just the head coaching change. I, well, Bruce Arians, that offense looked fine. I mean, if it's Bruce, if it's Byron Leftwich and the offense looks like that, then I don't want to hear anybody in the media talking about he needs to be a head coach. Because right now, he doesn't even look like he could be a quarterback coach. Because I don't know what that offense is doing. They can't, they just can't move the ball. And I do, like, I get it that Tom Brady is missing throws here, here and there. But every time Tom Brady misses a throw, it's going to get over-exaggerated because he's 45. And it's that's not the issue. They they can't move the ball in sync. Yep. When their plays happen, they're few and far between. Against the Saints, it was the bomb to Perryman. When it's, you know, it's a bomb to Mike Evans. It's Is Brady an, 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 like an issue? Yeah, a little bit. But he's not the actual problem. The actual problem is the scheme is not working. Hmm. And that uh, so that is uh, something. Can I uh, can I uh, piggyback off of this? Because yeah. I I mean I don't know what Nick's going to answer, but I know what I'm going to answer. I'm going to say the same game, okay? Bucks Steelers. The Bucks cannot run the football. I keep coming back to this. They can't run the fucking football the at scheme. all, and so therefore Brady is throwing the football an astronomical amount. And they were they've not been in sync yet. So you're asking a lot out of a passing game that is not in sync. The weapons have not been in too many games together so far. The offensive line is strung out right now. Yep. They are struggling, okay? Uh, mightily. You need <laughs> to find a way to take the edge off of these guys, including Brady right now. Including Brady. He's not been sharp, as, as you said. And yep. the defense has been up and down most of the time pretty good. But otherwise, the, oh, the whole team is just inconsistent. Yep. They are inconsistent. They're lacking um, head coaching leadership. And... Yep. Part of that, yeah, you can definitely put it on the coaching staff. But I will say this before I pass to Nick. The common theme with three of the teams you just mentioned, and I'm not saying that the Ravens because the Ravens have not had offensive issues so far. The common theme with the 49ers, the Buccaneers, the Packers is not just bad quarterback play. That's, a, that's part of it to a degree. The, the offenses as a whole cannot move the football. Scoring is down this year. 
Can't move the but chains. But like those three teams in particular, these offenses cannot consistently move the football. I'm baffled, especially with the Bucks and Packers. Yeah. For what it's worth, you know, we know about the Packers wide receiver room, but to this extent with the Bucks and the Packers not being able to move the football, this is the strength. The strength is having these quarterbacks. I'm, I'm baffled right now. They got to go back to the drawing board because they're not going to win a lot, like a lot of games if these offenses can't get it together. Yeah. And that's that's the whole unit. That's not just the quarterback. The quarterback would help. Yeah. Jimmy, I mean, Jimmy, like, no one even talks about him because Jimmy's been playing like shit. Bad. He's been playing um, like shit. And he's been masked by a phenomenal defense. Okay. Yes. But obviously everyone's going to talk about Brady and Rodgers. That's just sure. the, the theme here. Um, and now I have to pass it off to theories, and I, I honestly don't know what his answer. He might surprise me and say Bucks. It, it I, is the Bucks. And, there you go. Um, honestly, I mean, you can't lose the Steelers. The Steelers are a bad football team. They showed it last week when they got blown out by 35 points. Um, and you're right, Mike. Uh, their inability to run the football is exactly what is killing them. When you're getting three yards of carry against the Steelers, you're, you're setting yourself up for a long third down, second downs. You need to get ahead of the chains. And it's that is the biggest right? problem. Nick, it's the biggest problem for them. And the reason, and also, they need to start going a little bit more deeper because then they're gonna teams are gonna respect the pass a lot more, up. which is gonna open up a little bit in, in the running lane and in, in the running game. And but their offensive line is not being able to block. They they just cannot give Brady time. He's being hit, and and he's hitting. He's getting hit at a, at a, at a rate at. It's it's, yep. it's crazy, yeah, and it's he's 45 good. years old. You gotta protect him at all costs. When he when you protect him, he will deliver the football and he will deliver it on time. But when when he's getting hit and he's getting, and you can't run the football. There's it's it's a bad blend. It's yep. not gonna work. So when you're when you're getting and, and and they're just so predictable on first downs. Every first down, it's a run. <laughs> here goes one yard. Here goes two yards. Now you're at second and eight. Then it's incomplete. Now you're at third and eight. So what are you gonna do? You're predictable to, to pass. So obviously teams are playing you differently because they're not they're not they're not going back to that offense that that was that made them successful going down the field taking the shot. Brady still has the arm. Absolutely. I still I still see some throws where I'm like holy fuck like you he's just not going to have the time right now right. And, and they don't they can't keep defenses in check because they can't run the football. That's exactly and they, right. and they they're not able to gain chunk yardage for that reason. It's just to me the Buccaneers their issue is all right, how do you fix this? Yeah. They're going to have to make an offensive line trade. I'll tell you I what. Would be, look, I'd be going speed dial to the Philadelphia Eagles right now, and I'd yeah. be plucking off everybody off their reserve. And, gonna, and look, I, I know the, the Bucks gave up a, like, a lot of big third and longs in that game towards the end, which is really inexcusable. Yeah. But they only gave up 20 points. Like, the Bucks should have scored more than 20 points against Correct. the Steelers. That's so, a good point. So I'm not going <laughs> to sit here and cap and say – uh, Brady's not at fault. Like he, he definitely is part of the problem. I'm happy you say that. And he's not playing like Brady, but I don't think he's playing as poorly as everybody thinks. He's playing capable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like he's oh, he's yeah, playing absolutely. capable enough to beat the Steelers. I'll tell you yeah. what. You know who he's missing? The guy is standing right behind. Oh, oh yes. Well, as a blocker. Yes. As, yes. That's huge. As a blocker, I knew that was going to be bad. As, as a blocker, be... which is underrated. He like yeah. Gronk. Gronk is the greatest tight end of all time because oh, ability man. to do both. Catch passes and, and dominate the line of scrimmage. That's why he's the best of all time. So I do agree with that. Yep. But also, the, the Bucks are struggling on short yardage. They cannot get a fucking yard to save their life. It's third and one, and then they're getting stopped. They're getting stopped. Fourth and, fourth and one, getting stopped. 
Third and two, getting stopped. You gotta be able to move the chains. You got Leonard Fournette, the guy's a bull. So I don't understand why they're struggling. Again, it just comes down to execution. They're yep. not executing. They're not on the same page. So yeah, my my answer is the Bucks all the way. They, they have been playing really bad. Yeah, they're I mean, really, they I mean the, Steelers, the Steelers defense, they got to Brady early and they frustrated Brady and they showed it right on public television. Brady was frustrated. The Steelers knew that stuff. They brought it to him. Yeah. It's like, oh, they're not, it's, it's the offensive line. We're going to bring the heat. Yeah. Yeah. That and that. Yeah. Anytime an athlete shows emotion in a negative way, the team's got you, man. It's like, it's like blood and water where the, and the sharks are around you. And, and, and what's they crazy, sense blood. They're going to come at you. What's crazy is the Steelers had a depleted secondary. Yeah. And Mike yeah. Evans had four targets. Bro, Mark, that's a Mike really Evans crazy is guy. Mike Evans is the guy that makes a big play when you need it the most. So yep. the fact that he was negated to four targets is honestly a shock to me. And it's it's a, it, it led to a loss against the Steelers. You've yep. got to give your playmakers the opportunity to get the football in their hands. They make the plays. Mike Evans is a star for a reason. He's a future Hall of Famer. And it, when you give him only four targets, you're not giving your your offense the ability to maximize their potential. So there you have it, the Buccaneers, yeah. man. Buccaneers lose yeah. to the Steelers. That is the most stunning big, upset big according to all stinker. four of us oh, at the yeah. table. Big stinker. Okay. Yeah. So I actually, I think that I, I just have a feeling, maybe it's a gut feel that a couple of these teams we just mentioned are going to be mentioned in the next section. So should we proceed or you want to chat it up? About uh, these teams I, I just want to have like a quick little side note. Like, go ahead. The Falcons are all right, man. They are a decent team. They could be a five-win team right now. I mean, they are in every single fucking game. They're they're a 500 football team, and they've been in every single game. Hats off to them, man. Seriously, Arthur, Arthur Smith. Smith. <laughs> they are. Jakes I lost him when he left coach. Tennessee, and I, I just Arthur Smith is a good coach. He has he's 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 squeezing everything out of Mariota that's possible. And Mariota is not. It's oh, not that he's not talented. Oh, family. Apologies, apologies. <laughs> it's not that Mariota is not talented. It's not that because he's playing well. And Arthur Smith has a scheme around him that's yep. working. And not for nothing, but Mariota is not playing with stars either. No, he's playing exactly. with, with the same team that Matt Ryan was. Why do you think? Yeah. <laughs> I, I no, mean, I know, I know. I know. I'm giving you that. Here. I know. I'm giving you that. <laughs> he can you play. Said yeah, he can run. Uh, he can exactly. run with the football. Like, he's he dangerous. Run. He's and, dangerous at that. He can find a sad. lane and he can just and squeak right and through. And he's going right there. Yards. And he got that's how they beat. The 49ers defense. I know they had some injuries, but the 49ers have not dealt with a team with a running quarterback like that yet. Yeah. I mean, he exposed them a little bit. That's how you beat them. And, and what is what is that? What is the point of me mentioning that? The Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Coming. I mean, guys. <laughs> pause. Let's be real here. Is there anything more deflating? Is there anything more deflating to a defense? When the when the quarterback can can scramble on a third and twelve and get the first down, no, that is like absolutely deflate. Yeah, it's deflating for the defense. They got to play a more set of downs. They are they, they thought they were going to get off the field, yeah. give their offense a chance. Now they're back on the field because they gave up a third and twelve to a quarterback on a QB run. Yep. that is deflating for teams. Yep, it is. And I I, I agree. I, I think uh, the one other thing I wanted to say before we move on, I, I do think the Jets are legit. They're doing this with. Eh, average, maybe even below average QB play. I the defense playing is playing, playing cause well. Because he's, he's not turning it over. Right. And I mean, he's yeah. only going to get better. This is, what, a second game back? So they are able to move the football because they have an elite running back. Who I am so happy they finally gave him 
his opportunity. I mean, I don't know what else to say. I, I'm going to have to pat myself on the back here. I literally <laughs> overdrafted this guy and got laughed at. I took him like two rounds early. Laugh now, cry later. Uh, my team is five and one in that league right now. Wow. And I had I just got him in my lineup for the last two weeks. I tried trading for him a couple. He's weeks so ago. good, I know. man. That's tough. I know. Reese Hall is that dude, literally. Wow. But the Jets' defense, though. Robert Sal is doing a phenomenal job. And, and the thing yeah. is, they have hit on so many defensive picks in the draft. Sauce Gardner, listen, if, if the season ended today, Offensive Rookie of the Year and Defensive Rookie of the Year will both be Jets. It would be Brees Hall and Sauce Gardner right now for me. Well, anybody no no i would agree too i'm sorry i didn't know that you were it was a, a question i'm with that. you no yeah, he's been awesome he's, he's a yeah. lockdown corner he's legit it's unbelievable he's legit the cheesehead thing was funny too that was awesome that was a perfect troll yeah unbelievable i love that energy, though. that's just not giving a fuck that's just like saying fuck you we just came in your building and we just took your soul exactly i love that shit. that's, a, <laughs> that's, that's what the jets need though they, they needed that little grit on their team but in a positive way. It's a, a reinforcing way. You know what they got, Nick? They got passion. They got that special sauce. They <laughs> <laughs> got passion, bro. I've been waiting to say that. All right. Moving on, Philly Phil. Because I have a feeling a couple of these teams are coming up right now. Bunch of three and three teams that were contenders going into the season. Like legitimate, considered Super Bowl contenders. There's a big list of them here. Ooh. or playoff contenders, however you want to phrase it. But there's a big list of three and three teams. Mm. And we're going to talk about who is the most in danger of missing the playoffs. I know it's early, mm. but we can kind of take some clues here. I, I mean, six weeks is a third of the season, okay? So I'm going to name you the teams, and then I'm going to ask you the question one more time so the audience can hear it. Three and three teams right now, contenders. 49ers. Bengals, Buccaneers, Packers, Rams, Ravens. All right? There's six teams right there. All three and three considered preseason contenders. Which is in the most danger of missing the playoffs this wow. year? Who wants to start it off? Wow. It is. Can't believe we're saying this. I know what Ooh, you're going to say. It's the Packers. <laughs> they have two more games on their schedule that you can count as definitive wins. That's it. The Commanders and the Bears. Their schedule is difficult. Oh, yeah. They got and a first-place schedule. Like, the 49ers, they're hurt. They're going to get their guys back. The Bengals, they make adjustments. They haven't allowed They haven't allowed a touchdown in the second half of a game this entire season. Interesting. The Buccaneers, mm. I trust Tom Brady all day, every day. I don't care who his head coach is. Yeah. That will get figured out. Uh, the Rams, their schedule is a little lighter mm. but because they were my second choice, but their schedule to me is a little bit lighter than the Packers, and I trust Sean McVay because I know what he's capable of. And the Ravens, the Ravens are just slipping up in the fourth quarter. Now, that is, that, that's bad football. It's I, becoming more of a glaring issue. And I said this last week when we were laughing. When I, I said excused it, it a little bit last week, and I'm here to yeah. backtrack today. So we were that's, laughing about it. That's I a said, problem now. I kind of think the Ravens are, are mid, and it's just, <laughs> it is. They're, they're, they're blowing 10-point leads, like it's, yeah. and it's getting swept under the rug. You can't win in the fourth quarter. You can't it's in a football problem. games. Correct. Period. And one thing that we didn't mention last year, uh, Wink Martindale. That's a he, big loss. He knows all of Lamar Jackson's tricks. And now he's with the Giants. So <laughs> no, uh, no uh, yep. you know, 
no shocker there with yeah. who they just played this week, right? Correct. It and might have mattered there. So for me, it's the Packers. And look, their offense is an issue. Aaron Jones can't get going. A.J. Dillon can't get going. Their wide receivers we knew were going to be a problem. Aaron Rodgers just kind of, I said this in the offseason. We were talking about the division and stuff like that. The formula for them to win, if you have Aaron Rodgers throw the ball 40 times, they're not going to win six games this year. They're not. They don't have the uh, they don't have the skill players at wide receiver to do it. That team doesn't do that. The biggest issue right now with the Packers is their defense. Yeah, they've not been as good as they're they're been, supposed they've to be. They've been a bottom five unit. They're ranked last in completion percentage, 24th in passer rating allowed, 29th in third down percentage, and 26th in takeaways. So if you combine that with a team that's scoring, that's struggling to score. And Mike, you don't have a recipe to win. Mike, what was that stat that I was telling you about the play action last week? Why the Jets concerned me. Yeah. The Jets running the second most play action. The Packers are 31st team against play action. Yeah. They, they, I mean, you saw the result, right? That wasn't yep. the only reason. But the defense is definitely the most. Actually, you could argue the defense and the run game combined are the most stunning features of the Packers because they were supposed to be the stalwarts of the team this year they can't run the football they're not playing consistent defense right now one thing that i, I that's a problem i did jump on to what i was saying in the beginning that i never bought into them was because in order to have a dominant run game you need to have somebody somebody on the outside that requires attention and they just they don't have it i mean they have lazard though however has been a bright spot because lazard looks great but you can single lazard and he's not going to dominate you yep. to the point where you need to double him so it's just for me the packers have a lot of issues it's not just one thing for them which i thought it was only going to be their offense and it's not it's well part defense. of it too and i'm, I'm going to pass it off after this uh, part of it too is aaron Rodgers himself is not playing well the thing is they were expecting all right we have the ultimate equalizer and he's our quarterback he's not playing well either and that's a big issue i mean you would expect that he would raise the level of play of these players in another sense though i'm going to say this I don't have the Packers as the team that will miss the playoffs out of this group because there's just way too much talent on this roster. Um, and I fully expect now, I think that they genuinely wanted to see if they could get through the season with this receiver group. It is now apparent that they cannot, and there's already been plenty of quotes in the media that they will be active in the trade market for a wide receiver. And I... I, I would be, hey, Carolina, you got DJ Moore, right? Yep. It took them long enough. You want a third round? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, that's the thing. It's like, they're fortunate it's early in the season. You can kind of nip it in the bud here. But now Aaron Rodgers needs the support, too, because he's not playing well. I'm going to go out. I'm going to make my guy happy. He's, he's making some quotes right now about Matt LaFleur, basically. That was a great interview, though. That's he's, crazy. Because Matt LaFleur also that's is an issue crazy. right now. They I mean, like we, we bash Hackett, I know. He deserves it. He's fucking horrible. It's the worst but coach in the league. <laughs> interesting, though, when he leaves, the Packers' offense also looks like it's in shambles in terms of game planning. I said LaFleur was dog shit. You did. <laughs> 27th ranked coordinator, and you hired him to run your offense. Dog shit. I think he probably jumped the gun and should have gotten an offensive coordinator. He's a great head coach. But that's the thing, though. It is interesting. Is it, it's a, it's you weird. see what happens? Like, like I, it does. I know it doesn't make sense because Hackett's so horrible right now. But like, look at what happened to the Packers since then. Yep. And Aaron Rodgers loved them. Who you got? This oh. is easy to me. It's the Bengals. 
the Bengals are in some serious trouble. If they don't go six and three in the next three games, they're done. Their wow. their last their last seven games, they play the Titans, they play the Chiefs, they play the Browns with Deshaun Watson. I'm not saying he's gonna light the world on fire, but he's a he's an upgrade of what they have. And they're gonna play the Bucks, they're gonna play the Patriots, they're gonna play the Bills, and they're gonna play the Ravens. Those teams I expect four of those teams in the end of the season to be playing their best ball. So they're gonna be running into some really good teams towards the end, and that is going to catch them in in, in, late, in later in the season. They are in deep shit. I see at least five more losses. They already have three. They're they're in trouble. They do have a hard score. They are they are they're in extreme trouble. Point, they have Nick. to be six and three yeah. after week nine. They have to. They will. They will, absolutely. Maybe, but you see in the NFL, it's week to week. It you is. don't know who can get upset. Like, I think the Falcons have a chance to beat the Bengals this weekend. Will it happen? Maybe not, but I think they have a chance any given Sunday. We, we saw it. the Steelers beating the fucking Bucks. <laughs> yeah, you're you right. Know, yeah. So you, you see the Jets beating the, the Packers in Lambeau. Like, Atlanta's we playing just good football. About this. Yeah, they're playing good football. So, like, I see the Bengals as big-time potential to completely miss the postseason. You know what's interesting, too, Nick? I actually, like, putting this together... I added them last second. I'm not even going to lie to you, the Bengals. I, I really didn't think anyone here would select them, but you oh, yeah. made you actually kind of made a convincing argument there. Well, I had them because I had them in, in, as a third seed. They've so, been playing but... so much better lately, and it's. I, I really, I, I'm genuinely surprised. Well, I'm but, not. Convinced. But you make a good argument, though. I'm That's not convinced oh, yeah. because if T. Higgins is not healthy, this offense is going to struggle. They need T. Higgins and Joe Mixon still has because to together I feel yet. like I feel like. I feel like teams are really starting healthy. to really key on Jamar Chase. And T. Higgins takes that weight off of him because he's a dynamic receiver. He's a beast. Like, T. Higgins is really slept on. He's a top 15 receiver in this league. He's, he's No question. I mean, but so but if he's out, then you got to lean on Jamar Chase. And if they double him, who else do you got? You got Joe Mixon. You got Hayden Hurst. I mean, you got Tyler, Tyler, Boyd. Tyler Boyd. Yeah, he's good, but... He's he's a he's a third receiver. If he's your third receiver, you are you are in good shape. So that's 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 the biggest thing for me. And their offensive line is still patchwork. <laughs> yeah, it's still, still not fully so. gelled yet. Yeah. And it, maybe it will. Maybe. But it's it's, it's not, not coming together the way right. it should have, right. according to most. There's right. been no. There's been. It's just a plateau. But that's the that's the Correct. thing about offensive line. When you change it up a lot, it's, it takes time to gel. And honestly, the defense, you could argue, has been the strength of the team, which is what the biggest question was. They've been pretty damn good. Uh, Godfarv, which 3-3 three and three preseason contender is in danger of missing the playoffs? Here are all the arguments. So I'm going to go with the Rams. Oh, um, that's where I was going, but I'll let you go first. Interesting. Yep. So the Rams. I had them too. <laughs> Super Bowl champions, right? But they are just like. Throw it down like third or fourth uh, offensive lineman in each position. Eesh. We're playing They're just getting eaten line. alive. Stafford just can't like release the ball when he can. There's no protection. They can't run the ball. The offensive line's terrible. He's forced to throw it, but he's getting sacked all the time. Um, they, they did beat the 49ers, Cowboys. No, they lost to. Sorry, they lost 49ers, 49ers Cowboys, Cowboys, and Bills. Yeah, which are good teams, and they beating some bad teams, Falcons, Cardinals, and Panthers. I mean, their schedule is pretty tough. I'm looking at it. They almost blew yeah, that I Falcons mean, game, too. For they they don't yeah. have – legitimately, there's there's not one easy out on the schedule. The rest I think of the they're going to lose it to 49ers next week. Or was it? Following week. Then they got the Bucks. Ooh. Bucks in tough. Tampa. 
Then they got Arizona again. And they, they, got they the split Cardinals, last they got year. The Saints. They're in a, they're in a pretty good Chiefs division. Chiefs in KC. Packers in Green yeah. Bay. Chargers in LA. They got Chiefs. The Saints is a miserable matchup for them. Yeah. Because of that defensive line. Yeah. And I'm not even up. on the Saints like that. That is a miserable matchup for them. Yeah. I, I think at this point, why I would pick the Rams, and I'm going, I'm going there with you. Oh, okay. Um, I'm shocked. This uh, is great. I, I, I see a mediocre team right now. They're mediocre. They're not really and, and full they strength. Really dropped off. Full strength offensive line was ass. Yeah. Now Joe Noteboom, who was their swing tackle last year, they paid him big money to move over to the left and replace Andrew Whitworth. Which, yeah. That was a that's big shoes to fill right there. And now he's out for the year. Matthew Stafford looks horrible. Okay. They can't run the football. So we're talking about all these teams that can't run the football, right? Offensive scoring is down. This team is yet another one. They can't, they truly struggle to score 20 points right now. It looks hard. And, and they can't, like, okay, they got Allen Robinson a little more involved, but the Panthers are right in this game for three quarters. This, this was a close ball game for three quarters of the game. Yeah. Against PJ Walker. Love him, by the way, to you. Okay, facts. I do like it. But they were legitimately in this football game. That is a problem. That's a problem. Okay, they just they they have they. Oof, the Cam Akers situation, horrible. But the biggest thing, what did I say here? He gone. I think it was a few <laughs> weeks ago, and I said, this is the effects of winning the Super Bowl. In addition to all the problems they have, but they they are so top heavy and have no depth this year zero depth and the stars can only take you so far and when one of your stars being matthew stafford is playing the way he's playing and maybe he's still hurt too i don't know unreliable turnover machine i mean and your head coach mr offensive guru right i mean there were points last year when we were saying this same thing i mean I don't know how much stock to put into him right now because he who I'm he sorry. can't Sean McVay can't uh, I'm just not impressed I'm not impressed remember we were talking about offseason he, power rankings and I switched and said that the Rams scared the shit out of me yeah I, I said that I was nervous <clears throat> about them because they won Matt Stafford got paid he got his ring Jalen Ramsey got his money all these guys got their money and I know. I know. There's no hurt. money left either. They're talking about Beckham. How are you going to sign them? They are the team. They are Beckham the one team that I believe that can go get Christian McCaffrey. And I feel like he would fit perfect there because they need another playmaker. You can't just throw to Cooper Cup 75 times a game. They need somebody they could dump it off to out of the backfield and explode. That's they would you, need that, actually. That's how you take the that pressure. That is a good fit. That's how you get the pressure off of Matthew Stafford. Because he's a guy where you can at least get him involved in the passing game. Correct. And you don't have to worry so much about the running back position being what it is, or the offensive line well, getting they would, the shed, they would have to shut some. But they don't have the money. Yeah, Correct. They Not, they'll, that, fi they'll find it. I, I, I honestly just saying, don't know how they figure will, it out. I don't know how they would find it for, for this one because of his contract. I, I truly don't. Yeah. I mean, they could. Do you I think guess. a swap of Cam Akers and Melvin Gordon helps them? The Rams? Yeah. No, because Melvin Gordon's looked like shit this year. I'm not gonna lie, and I had I, I thought he would be a lot better than this. I thought last night with my two eyes that Latavius Murray looked more explosive. <laughs> he was on and the that, that's, squad. And again, I like Melvin Gordon. So 
I don't know what the hell is going on. And then he, that's not even factor in the fumbleitis. I, I don't know. I, I just don't, I don't see how, if Melvin Gordon can't run the football over there with that battered offensive line, how's he going to do it with the Rams? He needs space to run. He can't. Unless he's, a, he's a guy it. that he needs to, A, get 20 touches, and B, he needs to be full steam ahead, and he can't right now. They're already through the through the line. <laughs> like it's. I agree with he that. Needs, how's yeah. he going to get? You know, how's he going to get in traction? I don't think it makes a factor. Actually, Melvin Gordon would be a guy the Eagles should look at, sure. if anybody, because they can run the football. Like, it's a good fit there. I don't know. I just don't see who it benefits. And Cam Akers too. Like, well, they both just. Jack shit I was just saying it. I was just saying it in terms of they both seem unhappy with their head coach. And that could just be a quick swap and just get them both out of each other's hair. And there you go. Well, I would think that Cam Akers are getting more upside. He's the younger player. I feel I like think. Cam Akers would have a lot more upside in Denver. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think the, the trade itself would be a lopsided trade if they were to acquire Akers and get rid of Gordon yeah. because of his age factor. You know what I mean? So I don't know. That's how I see that trade. Oh, man. Unbelievable. I, I mean, I, I didn't like Sean McVay, though. I think he's a very good coach. I, I want to see how he responds to this one. Bullshit. I mean, he won a ring. He's been to a Super Bowl before. He's been to two Super Bowls. In five years. Like, he had a, yeah, he's, he had he's a good has, playoffs. He's had credibility. Year. He's got credibility. He's like he 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 does get to to the big game. So the only he's issue, not a bad coach. He said the only issue he had I've a good ever playoffs had. last year that kind of changed the narrative on him because the books were you know, I think the book on him. People weren't so sure. He had a good playoffs, though. He I did. did. I feel like the only thing, my only two issues with Sean McVay always were, I always feel like Sean McVay never gets criticized. He's like a golden boy Great. that is exempt from criticism. That's number one. And number two, at the time in 2017, he was not a better coach than Doug Peterson when we won the Super Bowl. And that's a fact. And I'll never get over that. Agreed with mm -hmm. that, too. Agreed. Are there any other teams you want to kind of touch on right here? Like, was there like a close second? I know, Mike, you had Rams and Packers yep. together. Um, the Rams were my clear number one. I'll be honest with you. The, and other than that, to me, the I mean, Ravens. I would say my second would be the Packers. The Ravens are scaring me a little bit because when you have meltdowns like that in three out of your six games, yeah, well, that, that's, that's a legitimate issue. They got to correct that real fast. The Commanders just named the Heineke as their starter. Passing. They Green Bay. They got they passing back. back. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, they got passing back. They did beat Green Bay. They do. Upset. Though. When's the last six weeks? No chance, Godfather. Commanders, no. commanders are terrible, but that now. I have a feeling. Yeah, let's. I would love that. Just, a, just a quick, <laughs> a quick little roundup question. Is that the last time that Wentz starts for the Commanders this season? No. Because mm -hmm. when Taylor Heineke blows, you're going to understand that it has a lot more to do with the offensive line than just poor quarterback. Play. So if he goes four and two, what do you do? You bring Wentz back. You pay two first, two third rounders for him. Okay. To be honest, I could see it. That's a fair point. I could see it going both ways. You want to know why? Yes, they made an investment in him. Um, but the other thing is this: if the train goes completely off the tracks while he's gone, which I assume he'll be gone probably what three weeks, maybe four. four to six, but there's a. Four I mean, they're saying all kinds of different things right now. So I, I want some more clarity there. But they have Sam Howell. And they like him. Damn, I and forgot about him, actually. They do. I do think if the season's over, why not go get a look at this kid? Because you didn't invest a ton of draft capital there. So it's like, okay, if he sucks, we'll just go right back and hit hit on quarterback next year. FR. Or we'll, we'll get back <laughs> into it, try and build around Carson Wentz next year. If, if it's even salvageable at that point.
And it's I, nothing about Wentz. I think Wentz it don't matter terrible. who's behind center right now. <laughs> I, 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 see, I, I don't think see it matters. no shot in hell Carson Wentz will be the commander's quarterback next year. Really? I just don't see it, man. He's terrible. I don't think it. I, I mean, look, the, the coach already threw him under the bus with his he, comments. But he did. He did fight for him last week. Of course. Well, he had to. It was passionate. He had to fight for him, dude. <laughs> after after what he said, he has to defend yeah, him now yeah. because it looks so bad on the on the entire it's, organization. It, it was bad a foolish on, thing it, to say. It, it, it looks bad. That, it looked bad what? on Ron Rivera himself too. Yeah, absolutely. So that's why he backtracked and has to go out in full support. I can't. Yeah. He needs to, to keep his job. He was such a clown for, for for that meltdown. He was. It, it was clown behavior. You didn't need because, to do that. No, well, like, here's the thing. Especially when a couple he's days ago, and TD a couple of days ago, you you <laughs> threw your quarterback under the bus, and then all of a sudden, two days later, you're gonna fight for him. Like it doesn't even make any sense. And he it was all ball behavior. <laughs> it was all an act. It wasn't even that. Yeah. It was act. The way he freaked out, it was like it was like a parent defending their son. Yeah. Like he literally went on a tirade and walked out of the interview. And it I'm looking, looked, I'm like, dude, you have bipolar. It looked rehearsed. <laughs> it looked rehearsed. No, there, there, you know what I'm doing? It looked rehearsed. Here's, your, here's the pink slip. You're out of here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting rid of him. I'm starting fresh next year. Uh, I mean, with the way it's going. And I, I, I just don't, I don't know. It just looked Carson rehearsed. Wentz. It is terrible. I don't know. Carson Wentz is not in a good situation right now. Nah. I thought it would be a little bit better than this. I'll be honest with you. Um, we'll see. We'll see you guys. All right. We got one more thing. Well, I mean, we'll do a quick fantasy roundup to get out of here, but this is a quicker one. Philly Phil, you want to change it real quick? Because we would be crazy to not <sighs> at least give a mention to the powerhouses we saw. I'm so sorry, guys, but, Har but Bryce Harper just hit a home run. One nothing Phillies, baby. Let's go! Let's go, baby! Let's go, baby! Bring it, baby! All they gotta do, baby. All they gotta do is win one. If they win one in San Diego, they're winning this series. Yeah, up. When you when you posted, ring it, baby. I could get behind in terms of the Phillies. We were cracking up. I sent it to him, and we were dying. The ring it, baby. Yeah, ring it, baby. That's great. Shout out. That's a good call out, Nick. I don't even have the ring it, baby. I'm pumped about it. AFC divisional round rematch. It was a classic last last uh, postseason with the Bills and the Chiefs. It was another great matchup again. It came down to the wire. The Bills pull it out in the very final moments of the fourth quarter. Okay. So, I mean, look, we already know how good these teams are, but this is why I have to ask this question. It's a facts or cap. Okay. Facts or cap. The Bills and the Chiefs will face off in the AFC Championship game this year. Well, it's certainly looking like it, but uh, I'm going to go fact. I'm going to say cat. I don't think the Chiefs will get there. Who's the surprise? Honestly, if you, if honestly you right, say, now, right now, this pick scares the shit out of me because of their because their coach is just a fucking Chargers. bonehead. The Chargers. I tweeted this last night. When you're a good team. You can play bad games as long as you find ways to win them. Bad teams lose those type of games, and good teams find a way to get through the mud and win those games. I like the rest of the schedule, rest of the season schedule for the Chargers. I still think the Chargers are going to win that division, and I would, I like the Chargers right now as a full unit. Their guys will get back. The left tackle, Joey Bosa, well, Keenan Allen. Slater's out for the year. Oh, exactly. he is out for the year. Yeah, Excuse that's me. A, I'm sorry. That's a big. I, I yeah. did not know that. But Joey Bosa will come back. Yeah, he'll be Keenan back. Keenan Allen will come back. Yeah. I still like them to win the division. And right now, I would 
I would say that I like them to get to the AFC Championship. So were you alluding to the, the previous game they just played about them playing bad against Denver last night? Well, the the Broncos and against the Browns, because again, the Browns were scoring on them, which I know you can sit there and say that that is that's troublesome that Jacoby Brissett was, you know, running three like that. But remember, Josh, I mean, um, Justin Herbert is still a little banged up. He's fighting through it. When you eke out wins like that, it builds character. Those are games you need to win, and that's how you will that's how you will grow and you will progress. And I just I like the Chargers, and I'm not I'm not getting away from them. I, I'm in agreement with the part about, you know, good teams win those games. But I will also say this: 99% of the time, that's true. 1% of the time, you see that dumbass muff pun at the end. And good teams also need good breaks sometimes. You do that stuff, you, and that's you need one. That. So they, I mean. Because they've had some bad breaks, too, so far this year. So that's why it's like, all right, it, it's the ultimate equalizer. The bad break being you lost your franchise left tackle and your franchise quarterback is battling a very tough injury to play through. So I'm willing to say, hey, good. They deserved a gift after what they've endured so far. They have not played their best football yet, and they will probably be a lot better later in the season. And not for nothing. I would I, hope, at least. Yeah, I think they outplayed the Chiefs when they played them, and Justin Herbert made the mistake when he was throwing the Gerald Everett for the touchdown. But I think they outplayed them, even though they, they lost They did the play better than the Chiefs in that game, but also the Chiefs have been a lot better since then. Agreed. And I'm going to say facts for the for the actual question. I, I just think it's a I, – I hope it happens, actually. They're the two best teams in football right now. No, no shade of the Eagles. They're just, they're just, there's nothing else for me to say, really. It's, this is what you expect. They're not better than you. This is what you expect. I energy. Not better you. I'm the same way, but energy. Bills and, Bills and they Eagles. Gotta, they got to pass hey, a few more Objective tests. take, I like it. No one's, been, no one's been on the Eagles more than we have for the last two years, and I just have to say they have a few more pa uh, tests to pass. I love it, though. But they, they're right there. You already know my logic. Oh, yeah. Agree, Mike. Yeah. Love it. I also never jumped off that Chiefs bandwagon either. That's true. That's you know? true. He stayed very consistent uh, the with Chiefs the Chiefs. Are, I got to give him All right, credit. fucking thank you, man. The Chiefs are just... <laughs> thank you very much. It's true. What's my I name, Kyle Farr? <laughs> Mike Mahomes? Mike, Mike, Mike Russell. That's Mike my Russell. favorite That's the best one, one, right? Yeah, That's well, the best he one. He shall not be named. Mike <laughs> Hurts? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we don't We don't need to go negativity now. Um, Mike Hurts. <laughs> Kyle Farr. Are you saying? <laughs> yeah, for real. No. Wow. Yeah, wow. Mike Hurts. Yeah. Hurts. <laughs> you getting gaped. <laughs> Straight up. Ooh. Double penetrated. Godfarm, did you say facts or cats for this about one? That's so cat. fucking crazy. Who's, your, who's the teams that'll be there if you had to decide right now? I like the Chargers. You too. Between them and the Ravens. Okay, I can get behind that too, Pauls. But they gotta, they gotta fix this fourth quarter shit they, for real. They, they have to. If they could fix that fourth quarter stuff that they're doing, or if they, they were winning those games, you could say the Ravens were probably the second best. I would have said the same thing if, if they were agreed. If they were the five and one that they it, should though. be right now, I would yep. be saying that right now. But they need to the win in the fourth quarter, yeah. and. Look, Rashad Bateman needs to get back on the field, and Deshaun Jackson, I like the signing, but yes, do not count on it. Say. I actually like that in terms of how it, it might open up the offense so what a little it does bit. With Deshaun Jackson, is that confirmed? They confirmed. got, yes. They, they, Interesting. That, was, that Jackson, was on the script earlier. We were about to say, they should the Eagles that, sign him? Like the, and it happened right on my the drive Ravens here. The Ravens are missing that deep threat guy. 
Someone yeah, he's just... 35. I get it, but he's still a threat. I agree. You got to respect With the speed. With Lamar running the ball, I think that's a, that's a really good recipe. It's a recipe. It, it, helped, it helped with the Rams last year. You know, he got traded, but he helped. That opens it. up the field for the run game. Lamar Jackson as a runner. Yeah. The middle of the field for Mark Andrews. Because he still has the speed. That sign. They want to win. So. Interesting. I'm going to give you guys a sleeper that nobody really wants to see in December or playoff football. Go ahead. You ready? Jets. No. Oh, the New England Patriots. Oh, yeah. Right now, they're they playing are great playing football. some they're damn speaking. good football. If they keep in Bailey and nobody is talking about them. Their defense is legit, bro. Like, yeah. Bill Belichick is a good coach. He they, is still Bill Belichick. They found you know, the way he is still him. He they found another in Of course they did, dude. That's a corner factory over there in New England. He, he, uh, he tapped into him. his master class the last yes. three weeks. Yeah. He's been awesome. He's been, he's been awesome. He's been really good. And the offense has been the offense has been playing really well. Ramondre Stevenson, mm -hmm. he's in it. Hunter Henry had a good game. They got uh, you know guys like Jacoby Myers who just produced. They're not flashy, but they move the chains. That's all. Like that's their system. Their system is to play good defense, run the football, and move the chains. That is it. Right. That is New England style fo uh, football, and they are executing at a high level, and they look amazing. Wait, they are get this team. too. They're a sleeper team. Get this too. The one question mark was, I mean, wide receiver for them. They they for some reason Kendrick Bourne was their their main guy last year. He's in the doghouse, whatever. Yeah, weirdly. Anyway. There's some clarity to this room after this week. Taekwon Thornton. Beast. He, we were talking he about him a, as a, a late a late round sleeper, and he comes back and he scores two touchdowns in his first game. Radar. And they unlocked radar. a new dimension of the offense with this kid because he is fast as shit. Well, like, that's the thing. I the mean, they rabbit. needed a playmaker, and he just rabbit. came back for free. They got this guy for free. Right off injured reserve. Look, uh, look. It's always nice. Here is the, here's New England's next four games, and you you, you can be honest with me if, if they're all winnable. They play the Bears. Dub. They play the Jets. Dub. They play the Colts. They play the Jets again. Dub. Then they Dub. play the Vikings, and then they play the Bills. That's that. Once they play the Bills, that's like going to be like their L. But I can see them going off four straight right here. It's possible. Maybe well, we're going to the Jets tough. because division game, and they're playing. They're they're literally playing the Jets like the two Jets weeks apart. Can I be really honest Three here? Weeks apart, on the, Jets are going to be tough one. Uh, yeah, but New England's gonna have a Jets bye week. Won. New England's gonna have a bye week before the uh, the second Jets team. So if New England beats the Jets the first time, coming off a bye week, I like New England again. Me too. So it, it, it's gonna it's gonna come down to the first matchup with the Jets. I'm gonna be really serious. I think that Bill Belichick went back to his roots, and you mentioned that, and I believe that's really true. Defense, keeping the ball close and playing. Bailey Zappi threw for 300 and like eight yards last week. I think there is a rift with Bill Belichick and Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones got a little too cocky. And I'm being serious here. Like, I know I make jokes about Mac. I'm being dead-ass serious when I say this. He was calling out the coaching staff and saying all that wild shit in the offseason. It's like, bro, you're not that dude to be doing that. Saying like, oh, I don't know what's going on in practice, and I don't know what we're doing on the offense and things like that. And I feel like Bailey Zappi, he's throwing the ball where it needs to go when it needs to be there. And that's why the offense is clicking. And I don't think that the talent drop-off is big enough for them to go back to Mac Jones. I think it's Bailey's job. I'm dead serious when I say that, man. Maybe, oh, but, hard the, but the problem is with, with me in that situation is that New England spent a first round pick to go get Mac Jones like two years ago. But so when, when you're highly invested in a player like that, to, to just get rid of him after a couple games of your backup playing really well is, is 
I don't think it's a smartest decision. You know what I think the I problem think he is? Be able to I think flip him, though. It almost, sure. It's almost like yeah, but Drew Bledsoe, Tom Brady again. It this is. situation. It is. But obviously, different players. Different magnitudes. Sure. We've seen Belichick do it before when it was unpopular, is all mm -hmm. I'm trying to say. And Drew Bledsoe was paid. He was a paid man at the time. He was the highest but, paid player in the league. It, it's so true. This is a little bit different now. Because Belichick is all about ego, right? Like, he, he knows that Brady won a Super Bowl without him. So what has Belichick got to do to be like, Dan, he's still the GOAT. He's still the greatest coach of all time. Win the Super Bowl you know, with Bailey Zappi. No, he's got to be successful with <laughs> Bailey Zappi. He's got to go to the playoffs and and, and make some noise That's in the playoffs. That's what I'm saying, yeah. I, I, I'm not, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to go as far as Super Bowl. Uh -huh. I'm going to go as, you know, Bailey Zapp getting you to the playoffs. Oh, After yeah. starting three and three, Definitely. that would be like, holy shit. Bill Belichick is, is the greatest coach of all time. And in my opinion, he still is. He always will be. Um, but I, I just think that's exactly what he would want to do. He would be like, all right, look, I'm going to take Bailey Zapp to the fucking playoffs Absolutely. and shove it right up your asses. Absolutely. You guys can have a $240 million quarterback. I don't give a fuck. I'll, I'll rock out with a seventh round or, or undrafted rookie and, and make it the playoffs. Plus, he's like that. Right now, they could get value for Mac Jones because he sure. made the playoffs as a rookie and had a good yep. season. They could get value for him right His now. His value won't be higher than it is right now, I don't believe. That's also possible. Um, and the I other thing... I don't even know where a fit would be for him, though. Like... <laughs> Now that I think about it, I'm just like, to where honest, go? You know, I the 49ers would, I, liked him quite a bit. I would say maybe the 49ers, but maybe, ten, maybe Tennessee. Uh, he yeah. knows Vrabel. Tennessee is a Malik good Willis, scheme. Houston. Malik Willis is a runner. Mac Jones would have Derrick Henry. He would need some, but he's got Robert Woods. You Houston. know, they got little guys there. Houston could be an option. New England front office. Thing. But I wouldn't want him to go to Houston. Easter B was fired. I wouldn't want him to go to Houston because I don't believe he's talented enough to overcome that, what they got going on there. Agreed. Bad head coach. I just no. they got no well but they, they've had some Houston, decent drafts recently yeah. too so they'll, they will just rebuild around fine. him they have nothing like they, they it's a it, bad situation it, yeah anybody that goes there is in trouble um i i i think davis most is talented i just think he's in a bad situation and yeah, he won't it be is what it is. he would look fine with 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 bill belichick sure he would sure he would um one other quick note guys and then we're gonna do this uh, i'll tell you in a second but there's one thing to look out for, too. The Miami Dolphins, while we're on the subject, getting Tua back likely this week. Because the, the shine is kind of worn off with this team. No one's talking about them anymore. I'm interested to see how they respond when Tua returns. Because the whole team looks like it's been in shambles since. They're going to rally around them. I totally agree. So we'll, we'll see how they respond this week. You and see, we're going we're to talk totally about agree with you. You I'm see with all you. the doctors coming out and saying he should retire and put his health first and all that? When you play a physical game like that, and he's putting his health on the line, and he's coming back and being a warrior, a warrior like that, you're going to have Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Gasecki, McDaniel. That whole team is going to rally around him, and they're going to they're going to pick up where they left off. Totally agree. I'm I'm 100 with you. Yep. So we'll see we'll see what happens. Um, assuming he's back this week. One last segment, guys, and this is a quick quick one for you people who play fantasy football. It's waiver night. Okay, so guys, one word answers here only. One word answers. I'm going to be listing some fantasy decisions that you might want to make in the wake of injuries or possible trades that could happen this week. So I'm going to tell you the situation. You're going to tell me who would you rather have? Who has more rest of season value? Okay, because these are all guys that are going to be waiver targets this week. All right, so here's the first situation. And remember, one word answer only. You don't have to go into it. I'm going to kind of make it uh, a layup here. All right. Mm -hmm. Hollywood Brown out likely six weeks. 
They thought that they were going to lose him for the season initially. And now it looks like six weeks. They went out and traded for Robbie Anderson. DeAndre Hopkins comes back this week. Oh. So my question for you is this. Rest of season, if you had to pick one of these guys, Rondell Moore or Robbie Anderson, who are you taking? Ready, go. Rondell Moore. Rondell Moore. Agreed. All right. CMC. We already know he could be traded any minute. They're going to look for a trade for CMC, assuming they could get by the pick compensation hurdles, which they're saying first rounders. That's fucking wild. But they're looking to trade him, okay? So, Deontay Foreman, Chuba Hubbard. They are both Carolina running backs. Everyone assumes Foreman's the backup, but Hubbard is the guy who has been playing the second team snaps lately. So I'm just prefacing that here. He paid Deontay Foreman played 71% of the backup snaps last week. Last week, but prior to that, Hubbard's had him probably three weeks in a row. Okay? It's mm. so the bulk. That's why it's the bulk okay. of the snaps. Who mm. would you rather have? Foreman or Hubbard? I'm gonna go Foreman. 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 Agreed. They signed him for a reason. Agreed. Yeah. And he's, he's more of a, a and lead he was back. Awesome last year for Henry. He, he was great. He's more of an early down I type. I laughed at you. I remember that now. That is. He's really he, he's a good player. He's more of an early down type. Hubbard's a, more of a third down kind of a guy, if that. All right, last situation. J.K. Dobbins, guys, the knee is kind of worrisome. Mm, he sat out the second half. His knee is bothering him. Reconstructed knee, okay? Three things happened here. One, Kenyon Drake went off. The veteran, Kenyon Drake, who I think is trash. 11 touches. Agreed. 127 total yards. <laughs> and a tutty replacing him. Justice Hill. Might be back this week. He was the main backup. Second on the depth chart. Highest yard per carry on the team. He over the hill. Okay. And then Gus Edwards. Possibly coming back into the fold this week. Gus Edwards might be back this week. And he was the lead back going into last year. And the year prior. So there's something to be said. Which of those three would you rather have? Kenyon Drake, Justice Hill, or Gus Edwards? Kenyon Drake. I'm going with a hot hand. Same. Drake. I'm taking the fire on Gus Edwards. Giants, so. Really? So they keep this man around for a reason, I the, feel like. The Gus bus? The he Gus is bus. always he's, there. He's been good, too. I just, I, he fits I, I the know. system very I, I well. I, about fantasy? I know. I just think it's like it's <laughs> Gus fucking Edwards, somebody named bro. Because like, like, the, guy, the guy will get the early down work and the goal line work. That's true. That's why. Something about Gus is unsettling to me. And he's, and yeah. He's, I know. <laughs> the Gus bus, man. <laughs> Get on board the Gus bus. Uh, <laughs> right? Gus is contained. Oh, I feel like Phil, wrap I didn't it even up. think about that, bro. Gus. Wrap it up. We gotta get out of here. The Phillies are playing. I feel like I feel, when I hear Gus, I feel like Crazy Taxi. Gus Xbox. Bus! Don't forget it. You remember him, Phil? Gus from Crazy Taxi on Xbox? Gus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know you thought about Philly, 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 Philly. We gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here. Come on, Phil. PI music, please. Get... There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on. Just it's all so good. Crazy. Huh? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. Say that again. We just went so crazy. Oh uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. Tell tell the audience that we 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 just went so fucking crazy. This is the best fucking podcast. Hell yeah. yeah. If you guys haven't done so already, fucking follow us on every single platform. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell your host. Tell your mistress. Tell anybody to spread our podcast out there. We are the greatest show on the fucking net. And thank you for for the Godfather to come on our show. For
for the, the fourth legend. time. The legend. Get a round of applause. He brings so much energy to the table. Godmother energy. Right. Hashtag Godmother energy. I love it. Okay. Um, so. It's, it's like that, really. Uh, episode 114 featuring the Godmother. Powered by Playmaker, brought to you by Prize Picks. Daily Fantasy made easy. Also, as usual, we were live at the Props Network at PropsHQ.com, where you need to go over and subscribe now. And finally, what are we wearing? Fantastic fabric. Fantastic fabric, courtesy of IPP Presswick, Cherry Hill, New Jersey. If you want P&I merch, DM us for pricing and details, and we'll get you hooked up. Next episode, Thursday, 8 p.m., Week 7, Game Picks. Theories. Take it away. Enjoy the Take bye week. And go Phillies! Go Phillies, baby! Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on PropsHQ.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other mud. <laughs> also, follow <laughs> mud. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, man. I fam. look forward to this part oh, of the show every shit. week now. Let's see what word he's going to say. Also, don't forget to follow us on all of our socials such as facebook twitter instagram and tiktok and we will see you guys this thursday at pni baby go birds the fightings go, go the fightings